You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Immigration Hour here on America's Web Radio. This is your host, Rocky Rockliffe, co-host, senior host. Charles Cook will be down in a little bit. Uh, he, he's a busy man. He's got all kinds of stuff. He's got, he's got uh, irons in the fire. I, I think that's the phrase, irons in the fire. Uh, I, I, all over the place. He's constantly speaking. Uh, he does get a little bit of golf in, a little bit of gardening in. And I don't know how he finds time for all of it. But anyways, uh, we got a great show uh, planned for today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Department of Homeland Security's refusal to release its use of force policies. Uh, did, is your mic on, David, yet? Yeah. It's not a, Okay, it's on. Well, mo- most agencies of the government usually have uh, – they, they release a uh, – they have use of force policies that are, that are transparent. And I think that we should know what under what circumstances can uh, a government agency – Use force. Well, the Department of Homeland Security will not release. Uh, well, it's uh, well they're set to release. I, I don't know if they've actually released them or not yet. Uh, after much uh, much investigation surrounding their practices at the border, these border agents are just killing people and getting away with it. They're going on an administrative leave or something, and they're killing citizens. And and for what? What is the offense that they're killing people for? Rock throwing. Rock throwing people. CBP considers uh, we'll get into it a little bit later, but CBP considers rock throwing a lethal activity. And uh, you get hit in the head. I guess you'd figure it, was, <laughs> it does. Uh, but are lethal? you kidding me? Come on, throwing some rocks across the kids across the board, throwing rocks. An eight-year-old doesn't need to be shot over that. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, there was a there was a great little piece yesterday in the New York Times. Uh, the title. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service has become tech-savvy and more responsive to the public's needs. We'll talk about that. That's uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know how tech-savvy. Maybe if you're looking at it from the perspective of uh, you know the 1990s, late 1980s, is a little more tech-savvy. Then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Chuck. Just walked in. Know, He's here sorry, today. He's ready to go. Ele- I was waiting for the <laughs> elevator in our terrible little building here oh. to actually come get me. Uh, Hopping along on one foot here. So. One foot. I was just going over the things we're going to talk about today. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know we're going to get a, an update from you on SB 404. Yes. Ding dong, the witch is dead, dead folks. It is, finally. <laughs> but uh, finally. we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, DHS and their use of force policies on the border. They have uh, a policy on that? <laughs> I thought it was just shoot to kill and don't worry about the rock repercussions. Throwing is, rock throwing is a lethal activity. It must be responded yeah. to with deadly force. Exactly. Even when it's eight-year-olds. Even from They're the other side of the border, the border. From a different country. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then uh, I know you want to comment a little bit on how, how, how tech-savvy and up-to-date USCIS you know, has become. The article is written by an immigration lawyer. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's like, Really? <laughs> Yeah. Are you just trying to suck up to immigration or what? Yeah, oh, it's not. So it's good to see David today. Anyway, I would tell you, I didn't get a chance to do this a quick garden update. Oh, gardening minute, not folks. Not get a chance to edit any more of my tomato plants transplanted. Uh, I'm going to try to do it this weekend. I've got, uh, but all the uh, all the seeds are going. Of the 105 tomato plants I did transplant two weeks ago, six have died. Six did not make the transplant, which is unusual, but they're a new, a new variety they had not tried before. So... They just weren't as hardy, I think, as uh, as I, I had hoped. But uh, all the rest are looking good. Well, we ex- we expect tomatoes soon. <laughs> yeah, no, tomatoes <laughs> in July. In July, we want them. So you got like four more months before you get tomatoes. All right, well, we'll be looking forward to that. The last thing uh, that that we uh, want to talk about today, a little bit about some Supreme Court cases, our 
the Supreme Court declining to hear certain Which was cases. Very, very important. Very important. Very important. But let's get let's get a quick SP four hundred four because I know you're way deeper in that than I am. I mean, well, I got to tell you the, the the undocumented youth alliance here in Georgia, uh, along with the organizations like ALAC, the Asian American yep. uh, Legal Action Center, the uh, GERC, the Georgia Immigrant Refugee Rights Coalition, GLAR, the Georgia GLAR, GLAR, Georgia. Um, Something G- with refugees GHL, resettlement. Are, Georgia Association, Georgia. Yeah. Human, I can't remember. They help. Awesome. They help refugees They're, resettle. Oh, no, no, that's something else. That's oh, that's something else. Okay. Yeah, Glar, what is Glar? Human rights organization. Based okay. On yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, really, uh, I do apologize for not getting your name correct, but uh, we still love you. Know, you. It's early morning. I do we love still you. love you. Uh, they, they. I mean, I, I just. All I did was say, "Hey, there's a bill out there, and it's unconstitutional." And these people took well, it. They just took it. They did everything else. They were. They, they were the legs. They were the feet. They were. Uh, they were the voice. They're the ones that called. It was, uh, you know, frankly, uh, we didn't do a lot different this time uh, uh, from HB 87. But one thing we did, the groups did do differently, is they targeted individual senators, including the, the, the head of the Senate Rules Committee, mm-hmm. uh, the lieutenant governor, even the governor itself. And I think the word got out, this do, no longer follow what, H, what, what D.A. King, Donald King, wants right. you to do. Uh, it's just not a good thing. And yeah. uh, on the floor yesterday of the Senate, uh, uh, the main sponsor of SB 404, uh, Senator Heath from Bremen. Do you know where Bremen is, David? Where's Bremen? Bremen, Georgia? Yeah, it's down towards, uh, if you're going from making the helping hand. Oh, it's over Oh, it's on 16, like near Dublin or something like that? Oh, that okay. area? So, there must be no immigrants over there. <laughs> no, they're just not 287G County, so we don't hear them. <laughs> oh, actually, but there are. That's where the farms are, too. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a farm yeah. country, right? Yep. Uh, he got on the floor and said, we got to stop giving – the federal government's not enforcing the law. I mean, it's the same crap you hear all the time. And we got to stop giving same. anybody aliens driver's license. Yep. Dude, yep. you're giving nobody undocumented driver's license. <laughs> I can assure you that President Obama's yep. making sure that's not happening yep. in the SAVE system. Yep. Uh, and uh, the reality is uh, what was great is uh, Senator Tommy Williams, who is from South Georgia – I think the Vidalia area. Vidalia. Uh, Vidalia or Valdosta, one of those areas out in South Georgia. Uh, he got on the floor of the Senate. He's a very prominent, uh, probably number, you know, one of the most powerful senators in there. Yep. He said, uh, we educated these kids. We put them through our grade schools, our middle schools, our high schools. They, you know, we can't, we can't uh, blame them for the sins of their parents. Mm-hmm. Apparently the parents committed a sin by coming to the greatest country in the world right. the wrong way. I didn't know that was a sin, by the way. I thought it just might have been a violation of civil <laughs> yeah, law. So, I, I don't uh, know if you can ascribe moral culpability to that. Maybe a violation of the law, but I would not ascribe civil, moral civil law, culpability perhaps, to yes, exactly. uh, And uh, he says, besides, they'll have, they'll have, they'll have status. Yeah. Uh, maybe he even quoted me by saying, I think it may also be unconstitutional to do this. We're really going to get another fight about this. Yeah, there, there was a clip of his, of his, uh, of his uh, oration. Uh, if you will, uh, somewhere on YouTube. I think some, yeah. one of the kids uh, put it up. there put it up on Facebook. So I, I watched – I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched I probably say, a minute he, of it. It, it, was, it was good. Did you say anything good. I said? I mean, yeah, same thing. Yeah. Same hey, we, 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 put them in, we put them in our schools. Yeah. They've graduated. I mean there's there's no good public policy reason to deny these kids. And, and you know, I'm glad that the word every, out, There's every public okay. policy reason to give them <laughs> lessons. Yeah, exactly. Not only is there not any against it, there's – a myriad for it. Well, I, I would think – I'm, I'm sure senators – I don't know if Nan Orock spoke or Jason Carter spoke on this. I'm sure they did. Uh, but it, the vote was 27 to 8 against the amendment. So, I mean, that, that doesn't get any more uh, doesn't get turned any more down than that. Yeah, that. yeah. And, and I'd love to know who them. the eight are. I mean, I really want to know uh, really who's in the pocket I, I really, of Donald I really, King here. I really want to know – yeah, exactly. I really want to know just the, the – I mean, we obviously know the procedural process and the irregularities that came through. But just – 
the the scheme the backroom scheming that really kicked this thing off you know because it because it was there I mean it, well you know thing, what I think I think I, I was wondering why why Donald King may have chosen to go and the anti-immigrants chose to go to the Senate first mm-hmm. uh, because HB eighty seven really went to the House first last right. time maybe he was just trying to be equal, equal opportunity equal here. opportunity yeah uh, but I think he thought maybe it'd be easier to get the votes he was going to get the votes in the House uh, right yeah. away unless he gets something out of the Senate. Uh, and uh, maybe the House just said, no, we're not going to do this. Maybe Ralston said, this is dumb. The Senate put it on the table and <laughs> he claimed a victory. Right. And the reality is he you know, it was lost. Political they lost. Yeah, exactly. it, it's political stuff. Because like we said, even if they would have passed it, we would have gone yeah. to federal and court. And it's not coming and, back. Yeah. It's not coming back. Now, you know, let, uh, at least this, you know, next year I don't think it's going to come back. Uh, the, the, I think the immigration days for the Georgia, Georgia uh, legislature are probably over, uh, much to the dismay of the anti-immigration Good. haters out there. But <laughs> – uh, at the same time, if, if Obama feels compelled because of a lack of action in Congress to expand either the parole in place program, which mm-hmm. we've talked about on the show, right. where, where you sprinkle fairy dust on somebody and they're magically legally in the magically country, here, Lee. Yep. Uh, or to expand DACA to uh, a larger group of people, uh, this will come up again. Oh, absolutely will. Because that, absolutely. That, you know, the, the, the compelling moral arguments aren't necessarily, at least in – People who don't like immigrants' eyes not there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like they've been here twenty years, yeah. they're paying taxes. Let's make yeah. them. Let's let's get them some legal status so we know who they are. Yeah. The funny part about this is we're going to we're giving drivers license. People we don't even know who they are. <laughs> well, well, actually, they've gone through a deep background check. <laughs> yes. uh, so much so that some of these cases take like a year to be adjudicated. Exactly. So deep is the background yeah. check. Yeah. They're so, not giving anything to anybody yeah. without checking those prints, folks. The, you know, the, the HO, I've got somebody right now who is uh, a. Um, permanent resident that they're jerking her around on her license. Um, and uh, oddly that's, enough, I can't get a hold of anybody at the DMV to, to actually... Yeah, well, we, you, we, you, I've been exchanging phone calls for a week because yeah. the general counsel has retired over there. Yeah, that. you don't know who's in charge. Who's, well, who's running the show they have over there, lawyer. folks? They have one lawyer. She's get great. Her, get but, to us. And we've traded like eight phone calls, but yeah. you can't ever get her on the phone. Yep. She doesn't seem to ever get me on the phone because yeah. I'm, I appear to be somewhere. But uh, yeah, SB 404 is dead. Long live SB 404. Is yeah, ding dong, which is dead. Yeah. Don't have to worry about it. But yeah, you're right. If, if they... if. Uh, if uh, President Obama is uh, compelled to act because of lack of action by Congress on this, this this, this will, will be come a fight back. Again. This will come yeah, back. It'll be a fight again, and the battle lines will be drawn on that. And and you'll see the the xenophobes and the racists and well, you everybody. know what was interesting that it uh, it reminded us we need to be vigilant. You know, we yep. weren't we had actually been lulled into a complacency because we were told by leadership. Not going to be anything. Not going to be anything. Be anything. And then yeah. when it came up, it they just kept it, except for one man, yeah. Larry Pellegrini, who is kind of a. a Really a, a terrific lobbyist down at Capitol. He's not really a lobbyist. He's kind of a activist uh, lobbyist. Uh, and he knows where all the where all the skeletons are buried. Yeah. He knows where everybody hangs Fixer out. Style. And he was the one that caught wind of this. He was the one that got the call. He's the one that alerted me at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know if he alerted anybody else. I'm sure he did. But, uh, you know, I figured I needed to move on it to get the word yeah. out that, that this, this was going on. Yeah. But uh, what, what is that, that statement that's on the uh, – the uh, I think it's on the D- Department of Justice building, Eternal Vigilance is the Price of Liberty? It, absolutely, because uh – they're coming for it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I just finished reading a book this morning. I, you know, I, I read a lot of books, mostly junk books. But I uh, read a fascinating book today. Dave, you would like this called Jernigan's War. Uh, it's about societal collapse. Um, okay. It's a societal collapse Oh, I think book. this is the book you were telling me about like, like a week ago. No, no. Well, no, this is a new one. I picked this, this up one? like a couple days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Terrific book. I think you'd really like this, Dave, because it's focused in Texas and Louisiana. I we know really David good. is a big Texas, I'm a Texas guy, so it, it's actually really, really quite uh, was well written. Most of this book was kind of junk, but it was yeah. you know pretty well written it's and uh, it was Pulp Fiction, <laughs> yeah, but it was I mean, good. You got to get in, you got to get that in every now and then. Yeah, though. but you know it's good, it's good relax to get the brain to relax. Yeah. So much so that I was late to work this morning because I had to finish it this morning. I couldn't put it down. 
You know, I started it last oh, night. It's like man. 305. It's only 305 pages. Oh, yeah, through it's, it's it's and, uh, but I would encourage David Jernigan's War early Jernigan's on War. Amazon. If you've got an Amazon account, uh, look, download the Kindle book and read it. It's actually pretty darn good. Um, so what else we got here today? Now that we've, we've the state legislature, well, at least on immigration, we're safe. Um, oh, really? Wow. Today? Did that just yesterday? Oh, I didn't see that. I mean, I oh. didn't see that. Really? Did they not take cert or? I guess we'll find it. Hold it. We'll find it. That's David a, just uh, flashed a piece a quick of no, which I have not seen. You should have just brought that directly on the air, telling us that uh, Supreme Court. Uh, why don't you read that for us? SCOTUS. Scotus decided against the rule against the German family. Yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Absurd. Well, this this is the uh, case out of Tennessee, I believe. Mm-hmm. Tennessee or Kentucky? No. Uh, oh yeah, the Chicago. This, no, no, no. I think it's out of Tennessee. It's either Tennessee or Chicago or Kentucky. Um, I'm going to refrain because I don't know the facts. I do. Okay. Um, uh, they uh, they were homeschooling family in Germany. It is uh, yes, yeah, Tennessee. I know it's right. Ten worst town, Tennessee. Um, oh, sorry. They uh, in Germany, you're not allowed to homeschool your kids. Right. Uh, it's against the law in the, in the fatherland. In the fatherland, uh, we must ed- the state uh, must educate. You know, I, think, I don't know what the state's purpose is. Perhaps you know they don't want people you know having their own Nazi camps and stuff. I, I don't know. They're, they, they, they're, they're a little paranoid about stuff over there. Yeah, they are kind of paranoid about that. I used to live in Germany as a kid, yeah. and, and it's uh, it, it is that way, uh, and, and with good reason. But I, I mean, I'm definitely not going to side with them saying that you can't homeschool your kids. I mean, that's that's kind of a fundamental. Why don't fundamental we talk deal. about it when we come back from a break. really good? That sounds great, David. Si usted ha casado con un ciudadano o tiene problemas con inmigración o tiene una oferta de trabajo, llama a los abogados de Cook Immigration Partners. Somos en su lado. Con más de 100 años de experiencia en la ley de inmigración, conocemos la ley y sabemos cómo ayudarle. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611, a las 404-816-8611, o visítenos al www.immigration.net. With all the back and forth in today's politics, It seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back to the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Rocky, we have something to mention today. We do. Very cool breaking news before we get back to the homeschoolers. On on the most listened to immigration show. In the universe. In the the known universe. We've got a Twitter page, folks. Check it out. Are you live tweeting? Uh, I'm not live. I'm, I'm not that good to speak and live tweet yet. But hey, it's at the M hour. That's the IMM hour. And the the page is the immigration hour you can send us questions uh if you catch the uh you can send us live questions we'll definitely answer them uh if you don't uh you're listening to the podcast definitely send us a question that way and we can uh address those things on the air we don't have an avatar yet because i'm going to see if people want to send us to see uh we'll 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 take uh we'll we'll take nominations for what our avatar is you know i was thinking something you know like statue of liberty or something like that i was like yeah it's kind of it's kind of cliche so so let's see uh let's see what the listeners want to tell us uh that our avatar should be and then uh and we'll go from there but definitely 
Uh, hit us up on Twitter, and uh, we'll uh, answer your questions uh, and address concerns on the air and uh, and move forward from there. I have no idea how this is going to work. It's my first foray into uh, we, we radio just Rocky, combined with Twitter. We just turned Twitter. Rocky onto, the, to, onto this, uh, onto Twitter just a few months ago. So. Yeah, the Twitter. I'm, I'm, I am so new to Twitter and Facebook. Facebook, you like LinkedIn, Facebook. it's all new stuff, right? Yeah, it's all, it's all new stuff to me. I think it's very cool. So we'll uh, we'll see how this turns out if uh, – if, if we don't get any good nominations on, on where Avatar should be over the next week or so, then we'll uh, we'll go ahead and decide on one. But I think this will be a great way to uh, interact with uh, the people who are listening to the show live and, and for all the people that catch it uh, on their way home on iTunes. Uh, right, I just tweeted iTunes. to the the, to the, uh, the hour, and uh, we're in good shape. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. You know, uh, so David, David brought this up. David, I had not seen this. I think it's actually really quite important. So uh, this German couple, Uwe and Hannelore Romeke. I you know I I I'm German ancestry German and I just I just really have a hard time pronouncing some German names. I, I can do like my uncle Heine. It it I had an uncle Heinrich. It, it's, it's, uncle you Heine. got the Romance language down. Getting the Slavic it's stuff. Slavic, it's, it's so different. It's, it's so different. It's so different. Anyway, Uwe and Hanelor Romeike 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 moved to Norristown, Tennessee. I'm presuming on a visa waiver um, back in in uh, 2008. After facing fines and threats for refusing to send their kids to a state-approved school in Germany, which is required in the law, uh, if they stayed in Germany, they risk losing custody of their kids. Uh, they applied for asylum in Tennessee, which is in Memphis Immigration Court, right. and were granted asylum in the United States by the immigration judge in as, 2010. As they should have been. Granted asylum. The Obama administration appealed that to the wow. Sixth Circuit? Oh man! Now you're really fourth circuit. Put me on give the me the fourth circuit. No, not the fourth circuit. Give me the fourth circuit. I, sixth. Probably. Sixth. I think it's sixth. Sixth yeah. circuit. Uh, and uh, overturned on appeal. Overturned on appeal. Uh, now well, I haven't well, read. Yeah, uh, I haven't read the opinions. But I mean, what would the, what would they be? T- it, well, here's well, the U.S. Circuit Court has rejected the claim and ruled the U.S. law does not grant asylum to every victim of unfair treatment. Uh, well, and, I mean, in Germany school, Germany created this law to make sure that religious homeschoolers do not become a parallel society. They do have a valid concern there. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> and so they appealed to the Supreme Court, uh, and um, they were denied. denied you know, it was sir. stupid. Why didn't they just apply for a visa? A work visa, invest. The dad must work. I mean, they're just like sitting in a, in a, yeah. in a, in a farmhouse in Tennessee teaching their kids. They must work, right? Yeah, they obviously so do. So why yeah. hadn't you know why hadn't their lawyer suggested let's get a work visa for you? Let's get an H one B. Well, I mean, you're assuming they you're assuming they had a lawyer though. I mean, it may, well, they, they may had, not. Well, I know they had a lawyer. I just don't know who it is. Okay, I know they had a lawyer. Well, prior um, to the prior to the asylum proceedings, though. Oh, I don't know if they didn't or not. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. And, and the problem is they probably came on the visa waiver, which was if they had just you know, but if they had talked to an immigration lawyer. Because asylum, would, oddly enough, should always, David, should always be a last resort. Always. Absolutely should be a last I mean, resort. Unless you have a case that's just so remarkably compelling, you know. I have Saddam Hussein's spear sticking out of me. And he signed <laughs> it with his DNA. I mean, really, look at every other option Yeah, first. look, exhaust all your other options. Even if you're from yeah. Eastern, you know, Western Europe. Um, but I would, I would, what would be the, I mean, to establish asylum stuff, I mean, they I mean, are they going saying that if we go to Germany and this is our fundamental right to well, their kids, thing is it, it's, it's based on religious be, freedom. To them, it was a religious thing. Yeah, but I mean, um, were they being persecuted for it though? I mean, well, they were they were going to have their kids taken away if they continued to insist. Okay, their kids I guess yeah, I guess it, it'd be future future. You um, know, my wife homeschooled for a couple of years. My mom uh, homeschooled my uh, last two siblings. Yeah, and I mean, great results. I mean, it just. Uh, 
It's all. It's more on the person who's doing the homeschooling. My, my, my son learned how to cheat at math. <laughs> he, he found the teacher's edition of the book. Oh, the teacher's edition. My wife kept wondering why he was in so good math. Doing so well at math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, but, um, I mean, it's your right, though. I mean, you, you have to you have to preserve that. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to side with them on that. But it's it's interesting that they uh, they went on religious discrimination grounds. Okay. In Germany. Um, and uh, Did, does it say there why the court uh, denied cert? No, the court never says anything. Just, just denied cert. Just denied um, cert. Yeah, it's one of the, the law clerk. The law clerk. Well, which gets us to another, another point in our, in our in our program today because the Supreme Court also denied cert yesterday on two very important cases. Yep. Um, and, while a third one remains pending, at least uh, at least for now, um, the uh, uh, Chris Kobach, who is uh, one of the lead anti-immigration lawyers great, out there, great guy. Uh, and who has lost. <laughs> All but one of his cases uh, in trying to enforce and maintain anti-immigration laws in the United States. Uh, in the cases of Hazleton and Farmers Branch, which is a Pennsylvania city. Hazleton, Texas city. Farmers Branch, Texas. Farmers Branch, Texas. You know where that is, David? Farmers Branch? Doesn't sound very big, does it? <laughs> it like it's down by the branch. Farmers Branch. Down by Farmers Tree. It's, like, it's off to the side. It's, hey, go Up down a little the, bit and down to the side. Take a left at the tree. It, uh, and... Um, <laughs> Well, they had both passed uh, ordinances in, involving housing and, and other issues. Penalizing employers. Employer, yeah. I mean, all kind of just – And the, the, both circuit courts, the Fifth Circuit stuff, Court yeah. of Appeals and, and the, the uh, eighth, third circuit. Cir- eighth Circuit. Eighth Circuit is St. Louis. Well, no, no. No, we're, no, no. Let me get, let no, me no, get no. that here. It should I'm going to read something else completely, folks. No, it should be, the, um, should be the Fifth Circuit in Texas, and I think it's the Second Circuit in Pennsylvania. Right. Uh, maybe the third, but certainly the second or third had both struck down the ordinances, citing you know established hundred years of, of Supreme Court case law yep. on this. Now there it remains in the Eighth Circuit. That's the one I'm looking at. The Nebraska case remains the eighth, right? where the Nebraska court found the other way, which is odd because normally they've been pretty good on immigration issues. Uh, that's still at the Supreme Court. It was just I think cert was just filed for that. Yeah, and so they're unlikely to find hear on that. We might not hear on a denial of cert or a grant of cert until the summer. Right. Um, I, I think that I can't see him taking that though. I mean, well, you they, know, the reality is now you have two. You have, you have a you have cases. They say, oh, we don't disagree with this. And we don't have enough justices right. to hear it. Then there's a but circuit wait, there's split. A, there's a circuit split on you know, and I haven't read both cases. I yeah, the uh, case. I don't know if it's on the same issue or it's you know they, they because a lot of times what these circuit courts do is they'll hone in on one specific one specific issue thing right. and they'll just use that and and they obviously always try to avoid dealing with constitutional issues. Yeah, always. I mean, courts yeah. will always try to. Avoid oh, they don't want constitutional questions because then I mean that's just opening up a. Uh, can of worms, yeah, and it makes it. I mean, that's the, the the most difficult part of being a judge. It's trying to find a way to craft your opinion so yeah. it complies with precedent. Exactly all these right. presidential decisions out there, but yeah. So, I mean, those laws are just. I mean, you know, ha- part of me is like, part of me thinks, hey, towns have these, and then people just go away, and then your town is dead. I mean, your oh, town yeah. would die. Well, that's I mean, what happens at like yeah. these towns. People just yeah. There's town. There's towns in Alabama that happened to. I mean, they just people yeah. just got up. Oddly enough, people came back. You know? yeah. Because <laughs> the state basically backed off the enforcement. Yeah, all exactly. Like, exactly. Well, super, you know, we're not trending yet on Twitter. Just Are we like, not? Uh, tra- I don't know how to do the trending, 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 uh, trending or Twitter anything yet. like that. I'm just just want to announce it. We'll have a little more uh, umph on it, I guess, uh, on our next show. I just want to get it out there. I'm, like I said, I'm a novice with the Twitter and with the Facebook and uh, and all that and, and all that stuff. So, uh, so in any event, just so hit us up. It was this actually was really good news that the Supreme Court turned these down. We thought Absolutely. they would. Uh, and obviously a lot of immigration advocates, people that, that favor a uniform immigration policy throughout the entire United States because right. it just makes it easier. 
Absolutely. Uh, but in it, the absence of that, though, I am, I, am, I am actually in favor of states taking a bigger role in it because then people can really vote. People will vote with their feet. Because if, if you know, like obviously we talk about you know President Obama uh, taking action on this if Congress doesn't act, but I would love it if states just said, "Hey, we don't care. We're going to give people driver's licenses because they're living here, they're working here, and they're, they're we're checking them. It's it's not like you, you can't just roll up and get a driver's license somewhere. I mean, the state's going to check them. Every state incentive. runs yeah. a background check on you. Exactly. That's so, why they take your fingerprint. Yeah, I wish the states would just be more proactive in a lot of this stuff. But again, we know it comes back to uh, there's a ton of money in enforcement, and you know you're not going to get those enforcement well, how much dollars. Money is in enforcement? That, that's really the question. Bill, billions of dollars. Billions of dollars. By the way, one of the leading. Supposed pro-immigration act, uh, a congresswoman, um, Congressman uh, Rose Lahayton, Lahayton Latinan from Miami, uh, Cuban American, voted to maintain the thirty-four thousand beds uh, mandatory minimum every Absurd. night for ICE. Absurd! It's all that money enforcement. You won't get, uh, you know, your local police won't act as immigration agents. They won't get those shiny new armored personnel carriers. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, that's really what it, that's that's you why know, I, there's, I there's, there's so much money. Really quite disturbing. It was uh, I don't know some some police department. They had a tank. They basically was a tank. Oh my gosh! They the police are all over the place. They have armored personnel carriers. Yeah, they're they're the Blackwater whatever their name is now Z or whatever. They make this thing called the Bearcat. Uh-huh. I mean, they're basically it's it's an MRAP, folks. For it's a mine. Resistant ambush protected vehicle. The ones Last, who weren't driving in Afghanistan, apparently. The, yeah, so. But the police departments are getting these now from the military and getting just ones that are made for civilian police departments. And it's and you know. Uh, that's that's all part of the enforcement thing. But when was when was the last time there were mines in the streets here and ambushes? Well, <laughs> that's why they have tents being bought for the FEMA camps, right? Uh, I'm not going to get into all that. But, I mean, <laughs> but we know they have. That's for your other show. That's a, I don't even go that crazy. On that <laughs> show. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have tinfoil and you know all that nonsense. But but that's the thing. There's there's so much money in this enforcement stuff. That's why states are so uh, they're. Uh, they want to keep the, they want to keep those federal dollars coming in, so they're really not going to upset the apple cart. But I wish more states would say, "Hey, we're going to take uh, you know we're going to take more of a front, uh, you know more proactive stance in this, and and you know give people driver's license." Or, or I mean, how many states can you get a driver's license in now? Still four or five. Yeah, four I mean, five. but I wish more states would just like Georgia. I wish Georgia would say, "Hey, we're going to give driver's licenses." I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt anybody. It helps us. We have good public policy reason for doing it, and then make the feds make, well, make the feds come after. I agree. For it. I agree. And the, at the end of the day, you know, the concern, of course, with local police having equipment like this is, <laughs> who are they actually going to use it against? Well, I'm just asking. Well, I, mean, I shouldn't have read Jernigan's War last night. Yeah, uh, the, the, I'm ready the, to go to my bug the, out location. The, 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 the militarization of, of of law enforcement. I mean, when you have. Uh, it was I, – I, there was this one picture I saw. It was some Facebook meme or something. But, I mean, two pictures side by side. It's got uh, it's got two guys, a, a sniper and a spotter that are in the Army picture somewhere in – you know, just standing outside of like a fob or something in Iraq or Afghanistan. And then the next to it, it's got two dudes basically in the same giddy-up standing outside of Starbucks <laughs> in Boston. <laughs> I mean, you saw the militarization of the police there. I mean, yeah. and that's, But that's what all this, uh, you know, this, this enforcement stuff is, just the militarization of police. And who, who are they going to use it against? I mean, I, I always say, um, I'm, I'm scared of cops. You know, everybody's like, well, they're here, they're there to protect you, and they're there for your safety. Why is it maybe in the every 70s. time maybe one, the seventies? Well, why is it then that every time I'm driving down the road and one pulls up behind me, I get nervous? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get nervous when you know Thug Life pulls up behind me with, you know, blaring music or something yeah. like that. Cops pull up behind me, I get nervous. I'm running speeding. 
Yeah. Whatever. You never. You can't speed in your Prius. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> you can speed in the Prius. I've gotten a ticket in the Prius. <laughs> no way. I got out of it though. Look, the cop laugh at you. Uh, <laughs> you're no. Just made the Prius. <laughs> it's, it's like the movie is like, oh, yeah, it's drag racing in a Prius. I don't. I don't win a lot. Anyways, you know, yesterday John Boehner, uh, two days ago, John Boehner had a uh, town hall. He does town halls, and he's a congressman after he all, right? Is, he he's is. He's a congressman, right? In between, and, uh, in between sessions, and he, had, and he represents a, a, a part of his district. Besides being Cincinnati, is uh, farms. Yeah, uh, and so he went to farms. The first farmers were like, even in Ohio, dude, when are you going <laughs> to fix immigration? When are you going to fix this thing? Yeah, and then he hemmed it all a little bit, but he said something very interesting because uh, um, he said this. Um, some want to call it amnesty. I uh, said in an interview with the I reject that premise. This is in, in, involves a uh, passing a bill. If you come in and plead guilty and pay a fine, that's not amnesty. Hold on, hold on. And he's come running for re-election. Plead, he also is in. running for re-election as speaker. Come in and plead guilty. Yeah, plead guilty to, to what, what? What are we pleading guilty to exactly. here? What criminal violation of the law has been committed? I committed a misdemeanor. You know, it's. <laughs> um, uh, but I thought um, I thought it was really interesting that that he came out and said this. Um, uh, he's he is clearly trying. He he knows. I, I think he really is. You know, he I, with, I really he, think he, he is, met yeah. with Obama last week. Yeah. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. They met. They uh, met. Uh, they very very little publicity about. It. He met with Obama last week on immigration. That was the topic of their meeting. And hopefully, last, they're last trying Monday. to backroom this thing and just get it done. You know, uh, maybe they call Donald King. He can do that for him down here. But uh, DA, uh, <laughs> I think that uh, I think at the end of the day, he's got uh, he's got the desire to do it. He want. I think what he wants is get this off the table. Just this, get this it is done. Like so it's hanging like a yeah. Damocles sword over his head. It is. Let's it take is. a quick break here on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. Soy Charles Cook, el jefe del grupo de abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Estoy en su lado. Con más de 20 años de experiencia con la ley de inmigración, conozco cómo ayudarle. Sé la ley y sé que alguna gente podemos ayudar. Llámanos hoy a las 404-816-8611. A las 404-816-8611. O visítenos en el internet. www.immigration.net. This is Cheryl Linker, host of the Master Gardener Hour on America's Web Radio, Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Join us as we keep things fun and interesting as we educate you in the world of master gardening. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back to America's Web Radio. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be with you on the world's most listened to immigration podcast. The universe. Universe. The most listened to podcast on immigration yeah. in the universe. And then we, we get... need to become the most followed Twitter account on immigration. Oh. I think you have a long way to go for that. Long but, way uh, to go for that, yeah. Uh, but but um, at the end of the day, uh, we, we I do think that Boehner, going back to what we were talking about, uh, he wants to get this done because it is yes. like a, just get rid of it. Get it off the table. Get it off the table so it's not a so it's not a battle issue. Yeah. I mean, you've got things that are way more contentious than this. Just get this off the table so it can't be used as a political bargaining chip. And then and and I like we I go back to this all the time. It's a win win for the the Republicans cannot go wrong doing this. They can't this. lose it. They can't right. lose. The, the the only thing they lose is by not doing anything. Yeah. 
It just they hurts them win. more and more it, among future Exactly. The, the, the less – because they're going to get blamed for it, not the Democrats. Yeah. Although the Democrats are equally to blame. But, from our, from exactly. View, but but uh, absolutely they are. But from, from the, the – It's the one publics. issue Democrats have yet to screw up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They to screw virtually everything else. Did you hear about the Texas primary today? Texas primary is today. No. And the Democratic primary for the Senate seat, for John Cornyn's Senate seat. Of course, they have a uh, Congressman Stockman's running against it. It's not – the guy's a loon. <laughs> he's an absolute loon. I don't follow Texas he's a local loon. politics, but uh, I think you're word for it. But um, he is Ted Cruz without a brain. Ted Cruz without a brain. Ted Cruz is a smart man. I mean, he's Ted Cruz <laughs> without a brain. Uh, but in the Democratic primary, there's a Lyndon LaRouche acolyte in the lead in the Democratic why primary do I, right why now. Why do I know that name? He ran for president Lyndon like 50 LaRouche. times. He's a Republican, a Democrat. He's, he's, he's a conspiracy theorist. Oh, goodness. Uh, been around forever. I'm sure David was a follower of him at one point. <laughs> uh, just kidding, David. I know sure you were. Uh, dude was insane. Yeah. But she's uh, actually in the lead in the Democratic primary. Wow. She has a picture of Hitler on her ca- – uh, 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 of Obama with a Hitler mustache on her campaign website. Man. And it's called for his impeachment because – I heard this this morning. It's hilarious. Because the British um, monarchy <laughs> is going to take Stop. over America. Stop. It's a British plot to take over America. No. Get the colonies back, baby. Oh, my gosh. These people, some of these people with this Obama conspiracy stuff or whatever. People, well, she's a Democrat. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's just it, – that makes it even weirder. But just people, just let it go. I mean – I'm no fan of the guy. I, mean, I was no fan of his predecessor, but just let the it's. Does it seem? It seems like the vitriol and stuff is so much more personal against him than it was against it's, his predecessor. Or yeah, the Democrats. You know, we like to think that. I think, but I've been I've been around long enough to realize. Yeah. I remember when people went to Reagan. Democrats went to Reagan. It was just as bad. Was it? Yeah, it was just as bad. I mean, I think we're more sensitive to it today, but at least Obama's yeah. African American. We're more sensitive. That, to yeah, it. we might be more sensitive but to it. It was bad. Was it still Reagan. bad? Okay. You never saw it against H.W. Bush much. He was only around for four years. And he was real low key. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't. He saw it against Clinton. I mean, I, I mean, he was just in high. You were probably in high school when Clinton was around. Was yeah, I, I was on my mission when that got hot, though. So oh, I really he, missed yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I was on my mission from ninety seven to ninety nine. Oh, so, so to, yeah, yeah I, I remember coming back like, "What president impeached? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, what, what happened? <laughs> like, I don't even know what's going on. Who's this Monica Lewinsky person? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And that's twenty years ago, believe it or not. Yeah, you know what? I I always uh, I it's funny because I'll, I'll read things, I'll read uh, I'll read cases, and you know they'll have fact patterns in there of years and stuff. And something I'll mention. Oh yeah, he entered on a B two visa in ninety seven. And in my mind, I'm doing the math. I'm like, okay, yeah, it was like five six years ago. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, no, that was almost twenty years ago. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. So many of these guys <laughs> and gals that are getting caught now yeah. been here for so long. So long. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody long. tells me, oh yeah, I came in uh, late nineties. I'm like, okay, so you've been here a couple of years then. And then you realize, like, you've been here 17 years. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, was uh, was Boehner... Uh, By the way, I want to tell you, the Farmer's Almanac says... What does it say for March Easter? March 4th to 7th, storms move north along east coast, heavy rains, gusty winds in the south. <laughs> let's, I'm just saying. Well, what does today look let's, like? Let's see uh, what the Apple Weather app has got for... What, what was that? A, that would be... It says southeastern well, region. It says so. it's going to rain and be 46-34 on Thursday. I'm just saying, you hey, can't beat the Farmer's, farmer's Almanac. Farmer's Almanac you, is... You can't uh, beat it. Well, hey, they were the big... Uh, I know we're totally digressing on this, but the uh, Farmer's Almanac with the Super Bowl. You know, they had the Super Bowl outdoors in a cold yeah. weather city this year, and everybody's worried, oh my gosh, what if it snows? We can't reschedule, yeah. whatever. And, and everybody was so worried because the Farmer's Almanac was saying, hey, you're going to be hit with a huge blizzard this year. And what happened... The, Day after the yeah. Super Bowl, huge, bl- blizzard. huge blizzard. Yeah. You know the the the, 
Seattle Seahawks were couldn't leave New York and go back home because oh, really? they were they were grounded they after grounded? winning the yeah. I mean, I it know. literally moved in. I mean, as I mean, confetti's still going and this thing's starting to come in. But you can't go wrong with Farmers Almanac, people. It's just the way to go. It's it. It's the way uh, to go. So uh, you know, there's a lot of other stuff going on. You mentioned a couple of things at the top of your show. There was an article. Um, uh, written by an immigration lawyer uh, up in in the New York Daily just, News. This is the New York just, Daily News. No, no, this is this is New York Times. No, 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 no. Oh, Daily News. Daily News. No, let's, not, let's not get them confused, okay? <laughs> okay. Oddly <laughs> enough, I grew up reading the Daily News, not the Times. My dad would never read the New York Times. Well, what, explain to us the difference. I know the Washington papers and the New York Daily News Times is America's the, paper of record. Daily yeah. News is a. Is it like New tabloid? York City newspaper. Oh, it's like New, oh, like, New York City newspaper. Ah, okay. So Yankees on the front page. Oh, yeah, Yankees and Mets on the back. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Like, okay, was, all right. I always viewed it as more of a Mets newspaper, but, you know, I guess they had both in there. Yeah, they got all but, the, you know, they, they're like the Chronicle of New York City. Okay, um, right, okay. The, 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 the title is the best, though. Why I love the title. Read that title. The U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Service has become tech-savvy and more responsive to the public's needs. That may be true in comparison to 1985. I don't. What what needs you have to be yeah, what, 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 exactly? Well, what are we comparing this compared to? Compared to when the Stone Age? Chuck, how hard is it? Can you just go talk to the person that's adjudicating your case? No, of course not. Can you email them? No. Can you, you get them they on are. the phone? No. no. What can you do? You can call a one eight hundred number along with the other tens of thousands of people oh. that have cases pending, and they will no, tell you. They will tell you we received it on this date. We, we are. We, we will. We will give you an Call inquiry. Call us in six months. It's, it's, that, 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 that's tech, really tech savvy. That, you can't even file your cases no, electronically. No, the IRS has had electronic filing for I don't know fifteen years. Yep, and you can't electronically file an immigration form. Yep, and really? hey, and hey, the bird. I mean, the system. And, and you know what's crazy is. They're a fee-based organization, so they have money coming in. Oh, they spent a billion dollars on their on their uh, uh, program to uh, <laughs> modernize, and they had to toss the system. Didn't work. Good a use, billion, good a billion dollars, not of taxpayer money, no, no, of fee, user money, fee money, user fee money. money wasted because of poor management. Yep. And poor direction, poor congressional oversight. They yep. all bear. Yep. They all bear. Everybody's the here. everybody's got some. And and the thing is with it. The direct consequence is huge backlogs. I mean, I had a guy the other. I had a guy uh, two, three weeks. My conception of time is just insane now. Two, three weeks ago, could have been a month. Ago, I don't know. Uh, came into my office and he's like, "Hey, I'm a permanent resident." Shows me his permanent resident card and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I had a citizenship interview and uh, you know, say they were going to uh, send me a ceremony notice. That was five years ago. They just." Send his file to the National Records. Center. Yeah. So I did an info pass. I go over there. I'm like, hey, you know what? What's the deal here? ISO at the computer's like, oh yeah, they made a decision, recommended for approval, and uh, they just box it up. Box it up. Guy That's the results. Guy went over there yesterday morning. Oh, your files in the National Records Center. Yeah. Along with his pending 751 and yeah. his pending N400 after his after his interview for the citizenship. Yep. I mean, really, the 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 Back monumental logs, yeah. incon- I mean, the the title of that article could only be said to be <laughs> a lie. It's it's like a it's a uh, a friend of mine on Facebook called it a, a fluff piece. It's fluff piece. I mean, Alan, I love you, man, but really, oh man, it's it, yeah, it's uh, it's not doing. I mean, what what can, what can you do online? You can put your receipt number in and online check the and check case. they they got it on this date. Don't call us; we'll call yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, that's basically yeah. what it says. And, and they've already said that many of their processing times that you check on are seriously out of date. <laughs> I, the, I love but, it. When, but uh, the immigrant, the commuter says I should have adjudicated my case. Yeah, right. That's pretty much a lie. I love, and the people don't believe you. No, no, they don't believe you. Clients call me all the time. Like, 
hey, yeah, my form I eight million point two, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. It's uh, it's been pending for three months now, and normal processing time at this service center for this type of application is two months. What yeah. are we going to do about it? Yeah. I'm like, nothing, nothing, no, nothing. I mean, you want to sue them? That's all you, you want to go into federal court and and sue them. Ton of money. Well, you know what was it's interesting just, is this. You know their lack of tech savvy just came and, and uh, organization and management just came to light because hundreds of thousands of U.S. citizens were realizing why is my petition for my foreign spouse taking, taking a year forever? Because they went from being about five what, to six, six months, months to a year to a year overnight. I, I want to say and, it was the end of 2012, beginning of 2013. And the funny part is they blame they blame DACA. DACA. Oh, I that love that. Such <laughs> BS. That you know is what? such BS. Initially, initially. Because they adjudicated more than half the DACA cases yeah. in those first three months when they weren't back on the 9130. Exactly, yeah. So really, I mean, it was it was an attempt at least by some internal. Because that wasn't the official word. That was the unofficial yeah, word. Yeah, it was the unofficial That word. was coming out of the immigration haters yeah. that work. And there are immigration haters that work in immigration. All you have to do is go yeah. to interview folks. And, and it's like I always tell people when I go to interviews and they, they're like, oh, that. why would you have to come? I was like, we come here be, with you on the off chance that you do get a hater yeah. as the interviewer. Because you don't know. You you. We can't control that. You can't control that. And it really will make the difference in your case uh, because these are all ultimately discretionary benefits yeah. that, they're, that they're granting, uh, you know, with certain exceptions, obviously. But you get a hater over there, and you can just tell the venom. I mean, oh, it, the yeah. way they you question people. It. Oh, yeah. And it's just – it's so dismissive. It's like they're it, – they're, they're a piece of paper. Yeah, they're it's a piece like, of paper – Independ- they, that these people don't have lives and relationships and, and that they view – I mean I'm sure you get this sometimes too is there's some officers over there that I think view any marital relationship between a citizen and a non-citizen as fraudulent. Oh, no, that's the presumption. I mean that's like – that's the presumption. Oh, it's presumed, it's like presumed it's presumed fraud. Well, and actually by even law it had- is and they got married during the green <laughs> It's actually presumed fraud. Right, but the, even even cases where, where, where the, the legal presumption isn't there, I mean it's, it's – uh, <clears throat> It just they, – they presume that it's fraud. I mean and, and they treat and the people like Harriet, they're criminals. If it's not an Ozzy and Harriet marriage yeah. for our younger listeners, it's not, it's not like <laughs> mom stays home, dad works in a joint bank account. He Jude Cleaver. Is it Jude Cleaver? Jude, 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 Cleaver. Jude and Ward Cleaver, Jude, yeah. Jude Cleaver. And the beef. Ozzy and Harriet. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's the same thing. They, that's the way they treat it and, and you can feel it coming off them. And, and conversely, I, I would like to say there are several outstanding officers over there that are – that despite the system yeah. – are helping people. Yeah, and, and I was talking kudos to, to those a, folks. I was talking to a leader in a different office recently, and he was bemoaning the fact that they literally cannot get rid of their bad apples. They no. cannot. They promote them. They, they get them out of the way. Yeah, they you, move them to get them out of the way. That's and, and as far as hiring is concerned, they would they have people they want to hire, but now they legally can't. Right. One of their constraints, with all due respect to the military, a lot of ex-military guys get preference for government jobs. Which I am one million percent against. Okay, well, I'm just saying that's a big problem right it's now. It's a huge problem because you get guys who really have zero qualifications. None. None. He says, "Look, I can hire a lawyer. I can literally hire people out of law school to be adjudicators. Yep. Because they're we're paying enough to do that. But we and have I can't. a veteran's preference, which is yeah. literally the dumbest thing out there. Yeah, and and it is it is killing me. Yeah, uh, it is killing you're not me. Gonna get any, you don't need to give okay. me the all due respect on that okay. because I, you know, it's uh. I, I don't even get into that because that's a that's a whole other ball of wax. But yeah, you know anyway. that that's the thing over there. It's it's. It, but I thought that article was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it was. Um, you kind of like really is this a joke or what 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 is this? But I think I think it was serious. I just but again it 
it is true compared to 1980s. Really movie Top Gun. It was that, that part where hey, you boys seen an aircraft carrier around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, come on. I know, sorry, it's a Navy thing, right? But he crews there, they're getting training or something, and suddenly something goes BS. I just want to get that on the website. Yeah. Just be oh yeah, no, no. That's or, or ice. That's a no, no, no. That's a, that's Iceman when they're uh, oh, when he it? says he was doing a it's, negative four G pushover, yeah, yeah. and um, he he, right. he does it in the cough, and, uh, and then Goose turns around and gives him the no, no. Man, he was. It was really great. You know, <laughs> I can quote Top Gun all day. It's one of my favorite movies. You kidding me? Who didn't want to be a Navy fighter pilot when they were twelve? I, I, I need to get an updated version of the film. I have the old CD of that. I need to get a DVD that's been uh, digitally remastered to make it look. Uh, I ha- I have it on iTunes, but. I had it on VHS when I was in college. Oh, yeah, back in the day. I would, I mean, all the Play time. Play the heck out of it. Yeah. All right, well, we've got to take a quick final break. segment yeah. of Immigration yeah. on America's Web Radio. Soy Charles Cook, abogado y jefe del Grupo de Abogados Cook Immigration Partners. Llámenos hoy si usted tiene problemas con inmigración, si ha sido arrestado, si se casó con un ciudadano, o tiene una oferta de trabajo. Nosotros le podemos ayudar. También podemos explicar con, qué puedes hacer para recibir los beneficios de inmigración. Llámenos hoy a las 404-816-8611. 404-816-8611. O visítenos por el internet al www.immigration.net. With all the back and forth in today's politics, it seems as though the Constitution gets lost in the mix. If you want to brush up on your Constitution, then join Michael Conley every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. for the show Our Constitution on AmericasWebRadio.com. Cook Immigration Partners is your passport through the immigration maze. Whether it's help with e-verify in your business or help in how to document a new employee under the new I-9 rules or if you marry a foreign national, Cook Immigration Partners is your best choice for a legal advocate. Call us today at 866-286-6200. That's 866-286-6200. Or visit us on the web at www.immigration.net. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to America's Web Radio, which has lots of great shows, including... Tons uh, of great shows. I've got the Undisputed, and Undisputed David's got a bunch of other shows. That's too, right, yeah. 9 a.m. on Thursday mornings. 9 a.m. on Thursday mornings. Or iTunes. I need to, I need uh, to, to schedule that to download onto my, uh, yes. my iPod. My iPod. <laughs> Your it sounds iPod. so old school, doesn't <laughs> it, does, it? It does sound my so iPod. old school. It's like a little... Uh, well, they have the like antique app, antique doing air quotes, folks. Antique Apple stuff where you can get like the first generation iPod. And I've got, I've got an. It's like got ten an, years ago, and it's it's just ancient. Yeah, I've got an ancient. iPod. You know, one of the old thick, heavy ones yeah. sitting in my uh, my car. Actually, has a plug for that iPod. That, that oh, the version, uh, the, uh, the thirty pin connector. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's permanently in my car, Man. and uh, unfortunately, it's not web enabled, so I can't use it to update stuff. So I have to pull it out. Yeah, plug it in. you plug it. In. I, I'm telling you, the. Uh, because uh, I got, I think I got the second generation when they went to the the, the spin wheel with that's the button I have in the middle, the, yeah, that's and I it have. wasn't color or anything. And I was like, this this is going to change the world, and couldn't imagine that it could. I was like, they, there's nothing they could do to better this. Oh, and it's just, and, that's, that's and, and then you just look at that. A dude now and walked like, in my <laughs> office yesterday with a wrist phone. Oh, the Samsung. Uh, he had a wrist thing. phone on. Yeah, his phone rang. Yeah, you keep yes, it in the pocket. Help you. you got that right there. Yeah, it's nuts. He had a freaking wrist phone. Dick Tracy, man. Yeah. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. That was all the other round stars. The crazy bright coats and everything. I think that would be awesome. Cut like they would look good to cut like that. I think. Yellow, fuchsia, yeah. turquoise. Yeah. David awesome just said, "Nah, I don't want." I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I don't. All want right. To so what else we have on our agenda Anyways, today? We've got. Uh, we, what we about got, the? We got to talk about the CBP. Just 
capping people wow. at the border. I mean, wow. go. Now, this is since, what, 2005, right? The reporter from the yeah, it's Arizona Journal, yeah. Arizona Republic. And, um, <laughs> I was, did you watch the video that went along with that particular uh, link? No, a really no, powerful I, I, video, I, I the video. Uh, on the local channel, channel two news out. Give, in, out get in, me too um, angry if I do that. Out in uh, <laughs> out in Phoenix, and it says it was it's it's impossible to get documentation. You can't. They will stay stonewalled him for almost a decade. Yeah, and get any documents. But here's what he knows: forty two people, forty two folks, forty two in nine years have been killed by border patrol agents, right. including sixteen U.S. citizens. Sixteen U.S. Mm-hmm. citizens, and as far as the records show not a single officer has been disciplined in any way. Other than a brief administrative leave. For killing somebody. Right. Including one of those was shooting through the fence, yep. not because he was getting shot at. Nope. Rocks. Rocks. It, it just, it, I mean, there, I could. Do you have rocks thrown at you in Afghanistan? All the time. People throw rocks all the time. Kids throw rocks. And guess what? I got it. People. Rocks can hurt you, okay? But when kids are throwing them, or even when adults are throwing them, if you got a fence between you, and if stuff really does get hairy, I mean, yeah, okay, go ahead and pop off. But In the air. Yeah, in the, in the air. air. Morning shots. Are, or, hey, why don't you get in your truck? Yeah. Get in your freaking truck, dude. Yeah. Why? But it, it just they can goes, only throw it like 20 it, yards, for goodness sakes. It goes back to the whole thing that the, these the federal law enforcement officers, I think, by and large, are, I mean, they – they view themselves as uh, what was the I read on quasi military. Well, they? quasi military, but they, they they view themselves as sharks in a sea of criminals, essentially, and and they they treat everyone as a criminal, and that I mean they they're looking for any justification to to get their gun off. And it's like oh my gosh, kids throwing rocks. This could be a diversion for some. And, sort and of we know that, that, that a lot of officers aren't like this. I mean, the border patrol no, no, has twenty thousand agents, and the vast majority of them were great. And, and the, 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 the part of their response was, hey, there, there were you know fifty thousand instances where we didn't use our gun. Yeah. But there were forty-two that you did. Yeah, you did. And why don't? Died. And here's the bigger problem. Why don't you tell us what happened? Yeah. Why can't we know? Yeah. And why can't we know what your use of force policy is? is? Which we don't I mean, know. Yeah. Why? I mean, I think that's a good. You know, there's some people out there who say, "Oh, well, we can't divulge tactics, techniques, procedures, whatever." What's wrong with having a transparent escalation of force policy? Of yeah. this is what we do. If you do, do this, this is what we do. If you do, do that, that, if you yeah. do this, you are a dead man. Exactly. Is that simple? Exactly. But I mean. There should be some transparency. And I understand there. that the border is a very dangerous it, place. It is. It, and, and on the been, other side. Right. And I know people smuggle in drugs besides right. people. They smuggle but in drugs on this and side, money. It's safe. How many murders in El Paso last year? Single digits, folks. How many people uh, right across the river in Juarez? Thousands. A couple thousand. Yeah. Which is so, way less than it was four right. years ago. So, But that's the thing, though. Is my, what I don't understand is why can't – it's this, this code of silence or whatever. I mean, and it exists in the military too uh, of when your people screw up, there's nothing wrong with hanging somebody out to dry that screwed up and didn't, didn't act like a human being. If he knew the force of policy. It, exactly. I mean if he's a, a disobeying your rules right. – then hang him out the drive. But if he's following your rules, then protect him. Right. But, but, but the be, rules be out public. There so can, yeah. Be public the rules about it. Out there, so we know what they are. So so the officers. But then people know come. They're gonna, all the drug dealers know our rules. They know your <laughs> rules anyway. You <laughs> shoot it. They shoot at you. You shoot at them. And I don't have a problem. But <laughs> shooting through the fence. Out. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Shooting through the fence. That there's no excuse for that. Uh, it's it's kids. It, like you I mean, said, in US Mexico, citizens. the houses of people are literally against the wall. Right. They basically came in here, towns that were previously people, nobody was, 
coming in and le- I mean it was it was just a town it just happened to be straddling an imaginary line in the sand and we just put a big huge wall in the middle of it mm-hmm. separate families and if you look I mean it's it's like North and South Korea yeah I mean it's some of those places in Arizona I mean it's just you you look at it and it's literally a 20 foot high steel wall running between houses like mm-hmm. in an alleyway houses just backed up to it and you know, and, and kids are going to throw rocks. Kids are going to do stupid stuff. You, as a federal law enforcement officer, need to be better than that. That's and your training. It should be your training. It should be your training. But well, we don't know what the training is. We either. don't know what the training is, and 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 the training may be woefully adequate. And then at that point, it's not on. It's not necessarily on the officers. It's it's on the organization. You know, and some a lot of the officers. I mean, they, they have a difficult job. It's a, in a way, it's a job I wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't. Do uh, there, there are criteria for you have to have a bachelor's degree to be a bill of Really? <clears throat> do you? I didn't know that. Uh, you're working in terrible conditions in the middle of nowhere, yep. many of these guys in the southern border. Yep. Northern border, too. <laughs> <clears throat> just different times of year. Right. And you've got situations where it's just very, very difficult to do your job. Uh, and I understand that, but the reality is... You've you got to be better than that, though. And, and really, this doesn't really reflect on the officers. It reflects on the leadership. It 100% reflects on the leadership. And, and I, listen, I have personal... It, it, a person, not personal experience with border enforcement, but with this, when I was in Afghanistan, spent time in Afghanistan and Iraq. I mean, you have escalation of force policy, you have rules of engagement, and everything like that. And and listen, if your people are disobeying them, it's on the leadership. Obviously, there's some culpability that the individual bears, but you got to have you have to have strong leadership. It's got to be transparent what you're doing. There has to be a reasoning for it, and you have to train your people properly. And yep. and here. Department of Homeland Security doesn't fall here. Whether they train their people improperly or insufficiently or they well, that's don't the question. have a we don't know. Yeah, we just don't know. And, you and assume they just, have a policy, yeah, right? Yeah, we assume they have a policy. I want to say they do. But, but the, the whole – the argument of, oh, well, we can't let the, we can't let the enemy and, – and that's how they view it. We can't let the enemy know what our uh, – know, know, know how we operate and, and just say, listen, they're – the people that you are, are talking about as your enemy, they're so beyond you at this point in terms of what their capabilities are and what they do. I mean, it's what you guys are stopping and seizing is a do, is a drop in the bucket. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's, it's 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 still coming in. People are still coming in, not at the same rate, and that has nothing to do. Oh, I'm going to transition to this topic. The decline in number of people coming across the border has nothing to do with the border being more secure. That's a small part of it. It's economic reasons why people aren't coming. In. I mean, that that's the reason why. But both because it's more difficult here to get a job. Absolutely, and it's easier to get a job in Mexico. Absolutely, yeah. or other parts of the country, right? And other parts of Latin America. Yeah. Uh, so you know, the reality is this: this was actually really sad. This is a very it's, sad. Article. It's very sad, and it. it and, and you have a mother that's making a claim. Her sixteen-year-old son was killed. Yep. U.S. citizen. Yep. Uh, making a claim, and they're just basically stonewalling. Yeah. This. And that, that's the saddest thing. At the end of the day, what's going to happen is she's going to get a check for a million bucks, and she's going to get a non-disclosure agreement. Yep. And it's just going to go away. It'll just go away, which is sad because, you know. Is DHS ever going to come clean about it? No, they're just going to continue hide behind this wall of silence, and yeah. and uh, you know can, people will continue. I mean, because there's no, it's not high profile enough because it's happening in the middle of nowhere, and and uh, and the national press has not picked this article up. That's no, the they have thing. not. Well, I got these, I got this stuff out of USA Today that that was from Arizona Republic, Republic or yeah. something. But the bottom line is, I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not on Fox News. It's not on CNN. That they, they, they just haven't picked it up uh, to the point where. And, and even if they did, I don't know if enough people would uh, would care. I mean, they would probably just be oh, border violence, it's drug war, blow it off. You yeah, know, they're they're absolutely. not gonna they're not gonna uh, realize that hey, we uh, people are being killed in your name. I mean, it's you know, this is the federal government. This is, this is your government. You know, you should definitely care that uh, 
that, that this is happening. But again, it just goes back to failure leadership, and you know, we assume they have a policy, and, and they may have no policy. So you know, it's interesting. Every day, I get a Google alert uh, with all the articles about immigration from around the world. Yeah. Um, and there's been a theme the last few weeks. Uh, I mean, it's been a thing for a couple, couple of years. We need to have reform. We need to have reform. Every major newspaper in the country, every editorial board, um, leaders in both political parties, they all say the same thing. Yeah. And really, what is holding up? At the end of the day, I'd like to see an analysis. What, at the end of the day, it's not Stephen King, Mr. Cantaloupe Cas himself. No, I don't either. I don't what, at the end either. of the day, is making this not happen? I don't know. And I, I just don't have an answer for people because yeah. every day you and I get asked, when is reform going to happen? <laughs> and I believe it will. I mean, I yeah. believe it will. I believe it will. Because it has to. Inevitably, yeah. it's an inevitability. Yeah. Uh, Dream Act will pass. Yeah. A, a young woman called me, hey, I was at church on Sunday. She I was taking her home, and she said, well, am I, can I get a green card from this DACA thing? I said, no. Not right now. One day. One day. One day you'll get, just keep the faith, go to college. You've got to pay out of state tuition. <laughs> Uh, keep the faith on that, too. Keep the faith on that. Uh, by the way, just the update on that. Just uh, we got a few minutes left here. Uh, the uh, DeKalb County judge, as expected, moved the case to Fulton County. Okay. Uh, we're waiting for Fulton County to assign a judge and give us a case number. All right. And they will be moving for a hearing on our motions for summary judgment. So okay. hopefully March and April will be the months that we get a final resolution of, of the tuition issue for these kids. penalizing kids who went to high, high school, school here and graduated here. from high school here and are Georgia and residents, residents in every sense, sense of the, the word. word. Including the ability to have a driver's license. So, <laughs> yeah, they got a driver's license. Yeah, hey, we got we got to charge them out of state. Yeah, it's, it's, gotta, it's gotta, crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we can put an end to that. But that's it's it's, it's currently in Fulton County, and now we're waiting for that. Okay. Uh, David's been a good show this week, um, and we had a question about Texas, didn't we? With David, what was what we were asking? About David? Uh, oh, the uh, the Linden. Uh, oh, Linden Larouche. <laughs> you're you're a big Larouche guy, right? He, he's got a smirk <laughs> on his face. He's too, now, we were talking about one of his followers, one of his acolytes, because that's what they call him, acolytes, right? He's <laughs> got the, is the, maybe the leading vote-getter in the Democratic primary for Senate in Texas today. Wouldn't that be that's like, because LaRouche used to be a Republican back in the day, and then he was gonna, nothing, and then he's a Democrat, and is he still alive? I think he, if he's alive, he's got to be 90-something. Probably. Easy. He's that many times. Oh, no, he's ba- he was running back in the 50s. What? Oh, this guy's been around forever, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, he's, he's got to be. Oh, well, this man. is it on the Immigration Hour on America's Web Radio. We talk about Linda LaRouche only because it's fun. And Top Gun. And Top Gun. Yep. Uh, so turn in uh, to uh, our radio show next week at 10 a.m. here on America's Web Radio. Or download us on iTunes. And uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter at The M Hour. The M Hour. I-M-M Hour, folks. We'll see you next week. Bye.